Let's head back to the Mo Betters broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Thanks in part to back-to-back sacks from Earl Tuioti Mariner. UNA was held to just 36 yards of offense in the third quarter after 221 through quarters one and two. So the BYU defense stiffening with reserves in the third quarter there as BYU adds 14 more points to a 42-7 halftime cushion to now lead 56-7 going into the fourth quarter. Back to school, back to football, back to Tucano's Brazilian Grill. Whether it's the flame-grilled meats, the seafood, or the award-winning unlimited salad festival, dinner at Tucano's is an experience you can't get anywhere else. Greg Rubel, Riley Nelson, Mitchell Jurgens with you at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Jason Shepard back in our BYU Radio scoreboard studios. Cougars about to go 9-0 for the first time since 2001. Another 50-point outing for BYU, fourth of the season and third in the last four games. And the Cougars have a season high in scoring as well. 55 against Navy was the high-water mark. A new high-water number, 56 against North Alabama. And the Lions are in the pistol as we start first and 10 from the UNA 31-yard line. The handoff spun around as the running back Tyler Price. And that's for a gain of one as he ran it to the right. So 15 seconds into the final quarter, BYU leading it by 49 points. Their largest margin of victory is 52 in that Navy game, 55-3. This one's 56-7. But all kinds of scoring superlatives being put up by this year's BYU team. In the gun, Files back in the game. Rhett Files with Tyler Price. Files will settle and throw complete to Price again. On second and nine, gain of six to the left side. Third down and three forthcoming. Micah Harper on the tackle for BYU. The Cougs currently will be off until December 12th. Will that change? Comes the big question. Now, December, uh, November 28th was seen as an open date that the Cougars could have worked with, but now that we're at the 21st, it seems less likely that will happen. Will December 5th or December 19th be in play? Or will December 12th be it for BYU? And they'll... Roll the dice on what that gets them in the postseason. We shall see. First college football playoff rankings come out Tuesday. We'll see where the Cougs are there. That may determine just how desperate the Cougs may or may not be for another game as the throw from Files is caught. And a great catch it is, too, by Andre Little. It was thrown up down the near sideline to the 41-yard line of BYU. That's a 23-yard gain. Files to Little. And nearing scoring territory are the Lions with 13.30 to play down to the BYU 41. North Alabama's done this a few times. They wait until about 10, 8 to 10 seconds left in the play clock and then they'll just run all their receivers around. Like they'll switch so they'll have you know a guy on the outside and a guy on the inside and they're not necessarily changing formation but they'll change the order of those wide receivers and it's called it's caused BYU to do some shuffling on their defense in that time it caused the linebacker in coverage to lose his assignment. Files his gun with Price. The look is left and the fire underneath to the tight end, complete for another first down. That's Corson Swan. And now the Lions are in scoring territory inside the 30-yard line. The throw left to the 29. And BYU still the only team with a three and out on offense today. UNA has not gone three and out yet. Now, the one asterisk there is they did throw a one-play interception drive. Yeah. So we don't know if they would have moved the sticks or not had that pass not been picked off. But that's the only drive that hasn't ended with at least one first down today. So no technical three and outs. That one INT did shorten a drive to one play. And BYU has one three and out on offense. They're the only team to go three and out. Hmm. 
So, Brett files in shotgun. He's got Price, who vacates to empty. The look is left. The pass batted down incomplete. Third bat down today by a BYU defender at the line of scrimmage. It'll be second down and 10. From the 30 the 29-yard line of BYU, Siletti Favelliaki with the pass breakup on the deflection. And we've got a North Alabama, an offensive lineman, was trying to get off the field, couldn't, and fell down. So as I talk about how North Alabama just hasn't gone three and out today, they're not lighting up the scoreboard. They get, they've got seven points, okay? We realize they've only scored seven points. Uh, but they haven't punted. In, it's funny that their first three drives ended in a punt. They haven't punted since. They've ended drives in every other way. They've ended, they, they ended a, on a turnover on downs, turnover on a fumble. Turn, uh, then they scored a touchdown. Then turnover on downs, turnover on INT, turnover on downs. So we're taking a break. 12-24 to play. BYU 56, North Alabama 7 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Brett Files throws down the far side, and it is caught for a touchdown as we come back in. It is hauled in for the score. Jacoby Bird from 29 yards out on second and 10. Files threw it up and perfectly in stride, and a great grab made by Bird at the right pylon. Takes it in for six, and the North Alabama Lions make it 56-13 to with 12.09 to play in the fourth quarter. Perfectly placed over the shoulder, and a great grab made. Another touchdown for North Alabama. I mentioned it earlier. Greg, and you just emphasized it there. It, these have not been like egregious breakdowns in the BYU defense. Rather, it's been great effort and execution on the part of these North Alabama wide receivers. Grayson Easterling, new PAT man, on and up and good. So the PAT converted 56 to 14 is our score. So North Alabama, a winless FCS team, has done better than most FCS teams when playing BYU in terms of getting points on the board. We'll take a break. This is BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. At the half, number seven Cincinnati has a two-point lead at UCF. It is 19-17 in favor of the Bearcats. And in the third quarter, number 10 Wisconsin trailing at number 19 Northwestern. It is 14-7 Northwestern with 11.22 to go in the third quarter. Back to Lavelle Edwards Stadium, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Thanks, Shep. 56-14. BYU leads UNA, 12.09 to play. UNA has done as well as almost any FCS team ever against BYU in terms of scoring the ball today kickoff collected by Christensen no fair catch he's got the 20 and he'll get the 25 on the return BYU fans find your perfect match at Ken Garf Volkswagen and Orem with an incredible selection and great lease options you're bound to find the car for you Ken Garf Volkswagen we hear you the most points scored by an FCS team against BYU came in 2008 17 points scored by Northern Iowa North Alabama's at 14 right now with 12.02 to play here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. It's the most points scored by an FCS against Kalani Sitake. Last year, Idaho State 10, McNeese State, McNeese had 3, Portland State 6, and Southern Utah had 7. So it's the first two-touchdown game against BYU by an FCS team in the Kalani Sitake era and the most points scored by an FCS since Northern Iowa 12 years ago. Baylor Romney's in pistol. Play fake and a boot. Baylor looking down the left side of the field, and he gets sacked. That's a loss of eight yards on the play. Will Evans 
came in as he followed Romney on the boot. Nothing developing downfield. Officially goes as a six-yard loss. Second down and 16, and BYU's off schedule on the ensuing possession following North Alabama's touchdown. 56-14, to our score. Riley. That, to me, is exactly what Kalani talked about going into halftime when he said these are meaningful reps for our second and third team guys. Baylor's decision-making has just got to be quicker. He's got to know that nothing's covered up downfield. He didn't have anything coming from the backside that was going to emerge. Tuck the ball and keep it to a neutral to positive play rather than a six-yard loss. Handoff Fonua on second down and 16. He fashions a gain of seven. It'll be third down and eight. And so uh, North Alabama without a three and out today, and BYU looking at its second three and out of the day if they can't convert on third down and eight from the BYU 27-yard line. 11 minutes even to play here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So ball far hash as BYU goes left to right from our vantage point. 27-yard line of the Cougs. Baylor Romney has replaced Zach Wilson. Zach went the first half, and that was it. They motion Epps to Twins wide right. And now the snap to Baylor. Takes it at his belt. The righty screens it to Fonua. Steps through a tackle, but not a second. Will Evans yanks him back, and BYU on three and out. is going to punt it away for the second time today. The only three and outs in this game belong to BYU. Yeah, and again, it comes back to decision-making on first and second down. In this case, first down. Baylor's got to get out recognize, all right, I don't have anything. Tuck the ball and get in sprint. Instead, he sat there waiting, waiting, waiting for something to get downfield. Meanwhile, backside pursuit resulted in the sack. It's really hard, especially with your second-team offense where you don't get as many reps together to overcome a second and 16. Snap back to Rico. Ryan Rico unloads a high deep punt that is fair caught by Jack Peavy at the 20-yard line of North Alabama. 56-14, timeout on the field. BYU leading it with 9.51 to play on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Mo Betters broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU's last win without a defensive three and out was against San Jose State back in 2017. See if the Cougars can get one here on this sequence. The handoff on first down and 10 goes for five yards to Jawan Howell. And that's a, that's a long run for UNA today. So five yards, decent gain. Second and five. That, that's Howell's long rush. On his previous nine rushes, Riley, as long was three. Yeah, I think Price had one that might have been a, a little it bit was, It was a 20-yard. They, they, yeah. they broke one. But, but for one. Howell, that was his first significant gain. Longer than three yards. And he remains in off the right hip of Rhett Files. They've used two quarterbacks. They motion to Trips right. And they throw to the motion man in the right flat. But for maybe a yard is all. Jacoby Bird, who had the touchdown catch moments ago. Third down and four. So here it is, Riley. A chance for the first defensive three and out of the day. Third down five, officially, with 8.55 to play in the fourth quarter. BYU leading 56-14 to over FCS North Alabama. Just outside the 25-yard line of UNA. Need to get to the 30. Third down long four, we'll call it five. Rhett Files in shotgun. He's got Parker Driggers, the wide receiver, who vacates out of the backfield. He was set up left hip. Now it's empty. For Devers, or for Files, beg your pardon. He'll take off and not get there. So the keeper by Files, after he didn't see anything downfield, took off and scrambled for a gain of two, maybe, is all. And there it is. Defensive three and out. 
number one as the punt team trots on for North Alabama. So the first offensive three and out for the Lions will give the ball back to BYU, leading it by 42 with 8.05 to play. And the first time we're seeing North Alabama's punt team for what seems like a long while. Yeah, they punted on their first three possessions and then haven't punted since. Two touchdowns, two turnovers, and three turnovers on downs since their last punt. The punt by Joe Gurley is away. And the wobbler to Hobsniberg makes the catch. Steps through one tackle. Stiff arms the second, but the second guy did bring him down shy of the 30-yard line. So BYU facing a 70-plus yard field with 7.37 to play. We'll stay right here. 7.37 to go. So BYU is favored by around 48 coming into the game. A touchdown would, would take care of that for those taking note of such things. BYU has a season high in scoring today, 56 points. Most 50-point games in a season. 2001, BYU had six of them. In 1980, BYU had five of them. And so far this season, BYU has four, including today. Baylor Romney stays in a quarterback. Miles Davis to his right hip, now moving to his left. Strength to the right, including trips with a tight end. Snap Baylor, handoff Miles. Miles has a hole. He's got second level. He's got the midfield mark. Miles Davis with a run of 21 yards to the 50-yard line. Miles Davis, who earlier scored his first career touchdown on a rush of six yards, has a run of 21 yards, and BYU's first and 10 at midfield, 7.21 to go. Showed good patience and burst. Too often young running backs can get too antsy, and they run up the backs of their linemen. He really allowed his his linemen an opportunity to set up that blocking scheme, and they made the most of that opportunity by creating a lane for him, and then he showed tremendous speed to get down the field 30 yards almost. Seven minutes to play. BYU's up 56-14. to 14. BYU's never scored in the 60s under Kalani Sitake. Head, oh, the handoff to Miles, and he slips and falls. <laughs> so you go from a veteran move there, Greg, to a rookie move, which was you, only, you get one cutback move. <laughs> he took the handoff, cut back initially, and then you got to get vertical. But when the North Alabama player showed up in his view, he tried to cut back a second time, and that's when his feet fell out from underneath him. You get one cut and, and go in college for the most part. Second and ten from midfield. Twins left and right. The single setback is Miles Davis, left hip of Romney. BYU's number two QB in the gun. With Davis now to his right hip. Option look. Fakes the toss back. And on the keeper, Romney gets rocked after a gain of a couple is all. So third down and longish coming up. With 6.05 to play, BYU's up 56-14. to Will go to 9-0. Taking on their annual FCS foe. And again, the outcome was never in dispute. The only question was how cleanly would BYU play? How many points would they score? And could they pitch a shutout? They could not pitch the shutout. In fact, the 14 points allowed are the most in the Satake era by an FCS opponent. They've scored well offensively. Now they face a third and seven from the UNA 47. Trips left, single wide right. Baylor gun. Sione Finau is in the backfield. Baylor sets, takes off, has to get to the 40, and does dive for it. They'll give him the line to gain. I think he got there. They'll move the stick. So on third and seven, the chain mover by Baylor Romney on the run. We'll call that another UCCU smart decision. Here's a smart decision. The UCCU 4321 cashback rewards card, which gives you more cash back on the spending you do the most. UCCU, love where you bank. 40-yard line of UNA. Waning moments of this game. 
Now, now the, the longer the clock goes, the question is if BYU gets close to they even try and score again. We've seen Kalani you know, kneel this thing out before. Still five minutes to go, but the way the Cougars are moving it downfield, will they get a chance to score again? Hand off Finau, and he runs out of room to the near side. Falls ahead just inside the sideline for a gain of three on first down and ten. Timeout on the field for a player injury. All the injury timeouts have belonged to UNA today. Upwards of a half dozen players have stopped play for the visitors. 4.42 to go, 56-14. to 14. Lyndon Harris is the injured lion. BYU fans located on University Parkway in Orem. Ken Garf Honda of Orem is ready to give all of our friends and neighbors a great car buying experience. So come visit our store today. I think getting into the 60s is a, would be a nice touch. I don't think, I mean, if, you're, if you simply run the ball with regularity, you're going to end up near the goal line here in a minute or two. And I don't know that you'd be forced to kneel at that point. So one more touchdown. I think it'll be a nice finishing style point. BYU has not scored here in the fourth quarter, right? They've scored in every quarter of this game but the fourth. Correct. And the Cougars have a string, I believe, of 15 consecutive scoring quarters going right now. But nothing yet here in the fourth. They went 14, 28, and 14 in quarters one, two, and three. Things have slowed down a bit late. 4.35 and the clock rolling. Cougars up by 42. Baylor is in sunshine. He throws to another sunny part of the field to the left side to Chris Jackson. Tried to work his way out of a tackle, but he was whistled down after a gain of a couple on second and seven. It'll be third down and five from the 35 of UNA. If they don't succeed here, they might give Jake Goldward a chance to kick a long one. Yeah, I mean, 59 looks better than 56. I think uh, we're going to see a run or a screen here. So Romney moving up and down his line. Under four minutes to go. Third and six from the 36 officially. Romney in shotgun. Receives the chest high snap. The right-hander settles. Hit as he throws and incomplete. Intended for his tight end Carter Wheat down the far boundary. Coverage in the vicinity and Wheat got hands on it but couldn't bring it down. Not sure if that will go as a drop or a pass breakup or just a high pass, and Wheat's also hobbled as he gets up. Yeah, on the uh, replay, the DB does get his hand. It, the DB did tip it just ever so slightly as they trot the field goal unit out for what looks like a 53-yard attempt from Jake Oldroyd. This is a Mountain America Credit Union field goal try. If the Cougars make it, Mountain America will donate another $250 to the American Red Cross. From 53 yards, Jake Oldroyd. Swings a leg and sends it through for three. Another 50-plus yarder for Jake Oldroyd. His 10th field goal of the year. He's 10 for 10 on field goals, and BYU makes it 59-14 to 14 with 3.36 to play. So, Greg, I don't want people to get too excited uh, because you hear about they'd love to do this in the NFL. Well, in pregame, I watched Jake kick a 60-yarder. He got a field goal uh, from midfield during the pregame warm-up. So uh, 53-yarders for him are probably getting more and more mundane. But they're all the more impressive to us. And, again, tremendous weapon to have on the special teams to be able to 
to extend your co- your scoring area out that far from the goal line. So his second 50-yarder of the season, fourth of his career, 54 yards against Troy and now 53 against North Alabama and 59-14 to 14 is our score under four minutes to play. Yeah, and I was uh, I was actually standing at the end uh, end line there for that that field goal, and, and Jake had another at least seven eight yards on that field goal. So he's 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 got the distance for sixty if he keeps hitting these fifty yarders. I mean, his uh, his kicking career could continue after after college. Oldroyd will now kick it off. Interesting side note as as he's about to kick, I've. Actually, was uh, talking to a kicker recently, and they said the cold is better for them because it takes the elastic response out of the football as Jake kicks another one into the end zone for a touchback. The harder the ball is, the better because you don't lose energy, right? They don't want the ball to compress and retract because that compression absorbs some of the energy from their foot. They like kicking a harder ball because then it's an easier transfer, a little bit of physics in in football. I didn't think about that. I would think kickers wouldn't want it to be cold because it's going to be like kicking a rock and it's going to hurt, but they like it because they can get a little bit extra distance as long as it's not too windy. And that field goal rally also gives BYU a score in every quarter. The scoring streak continues for BYU. 59-14 and North Alabama football. So Jake has four field goals of 51, 53, 53, and 54. Change at quarterback for North Alabama. Luke Nail is the third quarterback to play for the Lions. And Jake Gold right now has 29 field goals at BYU, seventh all-time at BYU. It'll be second down and nine after the one-yard gain on the rush by Tyler Price. 3.04 in the clock rolling, Riley. Greg, uh, you mentioned Jake's seventh all-time. He's only a sophomore. What is the distance between him and maybe a top three? Has he got quite a bit of ground to cover? Or do you think it's between, reach? between what and what? Well, maybe like a top three position, right? He's seventh now, oh, but I he's see. only a sophomore. Yeah. I, I, is it reachable for him, or is oh, oh balls out? Ball stripped and recovered by BYU at the twenty-five yard line. Nail was stripped of the ball. The third string quarterback the on the field is a fumble recovered by the defense. First down, BYU. Michael Harper had the fumble recovery at the end of that play, and so BYU goes to a plus three in turnover margin. Uriah Leatawa popped the ball loose and. Micah Harper on the recovery. So BYU first down at the 26-yard line of UNA with a 2.43 to play. So not quite kneel-down victory formation territory yet. No, I think they're going to come out and do a few runs. Now, I do think if they get a first down, then it's kneel-down victory. But uh, you're really hoping that they pop one here, and we have a new quarterback into the game. Soljay Mayava-Peters is the third quarterback for BYU. Hand off to Miles Davis. Miles Davis, 20, 15, 10, 5. He's going in. He busted it from the 26-yard line. Miles Davis with another touchdown. And the Cougars get into the 60s for the first time in the Kalani Sitake era. 65-14 with the PAT pending. 2.36 to play. Best case scenario there, you're doing what the sportsman decision, the sportsmanlike decision is, which is a simple handoff. I think the plan would have been, had they been stopped short of the goal line after getting a first down, they would have kneeled it. But instead, Miles is able to find a crease and take it all the way to Pater. 
So touchdown number two for the day and the career in Miles Davis. Miles Davis, six-yard rush. Miles Davis, 26-yard rush. And the PAT is up and good again from Jake Oldroyd. So just like that, 66-14. to 14, The turnover on the strip and recovery. And the next play is a run into the end zone. BYU expands the lead 52 points, which matches the season-high margin set in the opener when BYU defeated Navy by a score of 55-3. to three. This one is 66 to 14 with 2.36 to go. And again, the first time in the Sitaka era that BYU gets into the 60s. 22nd time in BYU history. But the first time, that well, I think it's the first time since the Savannah State game. The 64-0 shutout, I think it was in 2014 for BYU. Time for another Utah Pork Producers pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers. Utah Pork Producers committed to farming responsibly and ethically. Visit utahporkproducers.org under We Care. That's a one-play, 26-yard drive. Seven seconds off the clock. Miles Davis, 26-yard run. And the Cougars do make it 66-14. to BYU football is brought to you in part by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen helping Utah families for over 25 years. 66 points, by the way, the eighth most ever scored by a BYU football team. The last time BYU scored more than this many points in a game was in uh, 2001, 70 to 35 against Tulane in the first game that I called after Paul James' retirement. Kept you busy that day. 105 points that day. Yeah, yeah both sides. I, was, I thought, wow, this is this is what it's going to be like, huh? I was so worried going into my first game about what a touchdown call was going to sound like. How am I going to call touchdowns and then like 100 touchdowns that day? Yeah, you got a bunch <laughs> of practice. I did. By the way, the most 50-yard field goals in BYU history, uh, Matt Payne. Matt had eight or seven. No, it was eight field goals of 50-plus, and Jake is second with four all-time, by the way. Handoff from Nile to Howell. Or was it Files back in the game? Files was back in the game. So Nile replaced by Files, and Files hands off to Howell for a short gain on the play on first and 10 from the 25 of UNA. 2.20 in the clock rolling. BYU's up 66-14. to 14. So an interesting thing I'm thinking about, Greg, and I'll make sure to try and stay at least focused on this game till we see it through to the end, but this is a free year. So Jake's accumulating statistics, and he's going to come back again as a redshirt sophomore. So I think for guys who are accumulating career you know, looking for career goals. I wonder if we're talking about Astros territory or, or, or what, because he's going to get, you know, at least 10, most likely 11, maybe even 12 free games this year. Yep. Second and nine run, and that's middle for maybe a yard is all. I want to backtrack on what I said about the 70-point game. There was a 70-point game against Wagner uh, oh, back yes. in Broncos' final year, so 2015. Yeah. So the last time BYU scored this many or more was just five years ago, 2015, 70-6. to six over Wagner. But since the year 2000, BYU scored 60 or more uh, six times, this being the sixth. And the 66th, the eighth highest single game total. So some numbers of note there. All right, 119 to play, and the clock is rolling, and we are all but done here in Provo. Third and eight for UNA at the Lions' own 27-yard line. Brett Rhett Files in the gun with Howell to his left. Short drop, dumps it off, complete to the 45-yard line. First down. 
complete to E.J. Rogers. And the Lions going deep in their bench today as well. Under one minute to play. I'm sure the Lions harbor hope of putting some more points on the board here in the closing seconds. See if they have that approach or not. They're at their own 45-yard line, 45 seconds to go. That's a conservative play. doesn't say we want to score. That's a, that's a run into a pile of people. So uh, happy to move the sticks, but that may be about it for North Alabama. Jawan Howell on the carry that time. So with the uh, play clock at 34 and the game clock under 30, are they going to take yeah, another play? That head, might be headsets it. Headsets are off for the coaches on All the right, sideline. so it's done. That's the game. All right, BYU wins it by a score of 66-14. to We'll come back with a postgame recap next. You're on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Head back to the Mo Betters broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU led the game 42-7 at halftime, wins the game 66-14, scoring in every quarter. 14 points, 28 points, 14 points, and 10 points. So double-digit scoring in every quarter as the Cougars put up a Satake-era high 66 points in winning at 66-14. Let's give you a quick scoring recap here in the second half. First drive of the second half ended BYU's run of consecutive drives with touchdowns as they went 6-for-6 with TDs in the first half but didn't get a touchdown on the first drive of the second half, punting on their first possession. But on possessions two and three, the Cougars do score touchdowns. The first third quarter score came on this play. They vacate, empty for Romney. Quick fire in the right flat to Fadua, makes the catch, and Kavika's got a second touchdown of the day. Takes the catch in the right flat and saunters in for six, and BYU's up 48-7 with the PAT coming up. 10.50 to go in the third quarter of play. We made that call from the Mo Betta's broadcast booth. Mo Betta's style is eating the best food with ohana or family. In Hawaii, we're all family. You know, Hawaiian food comes from a diverse mixture of cultures and food preparation styles. You get all the best at Mo Betta's. And we're in the Mo Betta's broadcast booth here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. The score was now 49-7. to BYU leading the Cougars in the third quarter. In fact, with one second left in the third quarter, the Cougars score a touchdown this way. Snap Baylor, handoff Miles. Miles going for the goal line near side and he's got it Miles Davis in for the touchdown run of six yards Davis in for the score and for Miles that's career touchdown number one 56 to 7 at that point UNA would answer with a touchdown to make it 56 to 14 early in quarter number four it was a Jake Oldroyd field goal after uh, UNA made the score 56 to 14 Jake Oldroyd from 53 his fourth 50-plus yarder as a Cougar. And then the Cougars, after a late uh, takeaway, put the finishing touches with Miles Davis again getting the football. Hand off to Miles Davis. Miles Davis, 20-15-10-5. He's going in. He busted it from the 26-yard line. Miles Davis with another touchdown. And the Cougars get into the 60s for the first time in the Kalani Sitake era. That was a one-play 26-yard drive, just a single play over seven seconds, and BYU ends the scoring at 66-14. to Not a ton of fans in the stands to enjoy it, just uh, coaches and players, families in the building today, but uh, they certainly enjoyed what they saw as Miles Davis ended the game with style. Two touchdowns for Miles, his first two as a Cougar, and BYU fan StubHub is the easiest way to experience every Cougar game. Check the virtual view, score your seats, and get your tickets delivered instantly. StubHub, the official ticketing partner of BYU Athletics, StubHub, be there. Some numbers of note for you as the Cougars win at 66-14. Zach Wilson played just the first half at a passer rating of 256.3 on 10 of 16 for 212, four touchdowns and no picks. 
Rhett Files and Blake Deaver split the passing duties for North Alabama. Files ending up with a passer rating of 156.8 with a touchdown on a pick. Deaver went on 105.2 with no touchdowns and no picks. Tyler Price led the Lions in rushing with 24 yards. Driggers led in receptions with five. And Boykin led in yardage with 64 through the air for UNA. BYU's leading rusher, Tyler Algier, in the first half. He uh, ran 13 times for a buck 41 and two scores with a long of 39. A yards per carry of 10.8. Miles Davis ran four for 54. A yards per carry of 13.5. Nice for Miles. Dax Milne led BYU through the air. Four for 101. No scores. Two catches for Kavika Fanua for touchdown. And two touchdown grabs again for Isaac Rex. And those for him were scores seven and eight in the air this season. BYU ends up with 555 yards of offense to UNA's 354. By the way, 11 receivers caught a pass and nine rushed the football for BYU today. First downs. BYU 25 to UNA's 21. Total plays, UNA ran nine more than BYU 68 to 59. Yards per play, UNA 5.2, BYU 9.4. Possession time went to the Lions by about seven minutes, but BYU was plus three in the turnover margin. Those are the main numbers of note. Riley, what's your initial uh, postgame impression? That uh, BYU came out and did exactly what they needed to do. I was really pleased to see how sharp that the uh, offense came out and played and the exec- the level of execution that they did. No offensive penalties. All the penalties happened on the uh, defensive side of the football and, and most of those being effort-based, I think. There was a couple mental lapses, but they were effort-based, which you can stomach. And then, you know, I just didn't... The, the defense was fine. I, I didn't see... Uh, they weren't... Uh, they played pretty vanilla schemes tonight. Um, they didn't really do anything that... Uh, they weren't trying to show their cards or, or do... Uh, I'll say this. They were a lot more inventive in previous plays. But overall, great performance. Great to see special teams contribute there at the end with Jake uh, knocking through another 50-yard field goal. So in all three phases, BYU got an A in my book. And BYU gets a 9-0 and on the season. And we'll see where they show up in the first CFP Selection Committee rankings on Tuesday. 66-14, your final score. Jason Shepard has much more from the scoreboard studios at BYU Radio with Cougar Postgame Live. That is next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.